Hey guys, um, it's me, Noreen, and uh, this is actually my first ever podcast. I've never done this sort of thing before. Um, I wanted to a long time ago, but <clears throat> I don't know. I've never really been good at talking or communicating verbally. I've been kind of a writing sort of person. I write, I put it out there and people read it and interpret it in their own different ways. I know it's not the exact way to get your message out with so many different mindsets of people and so many different perspectives, but writing for me has always been an escape, to escape those conversations that I felt were torturous or tormenting. And it was sort of an you know, easy way out because whenever I talk, I'm a kind of person that whenever I talk, the feelings are visible on my face. My expressions cannot hide what I'm feeling and they just give me a way. And I always felt like writing was a much easier way out. Let people think whatever they want to think. My word, I just wanted to say it and it's out. My word is out there. They can interpret whatever they want to. I just, it's off of my chest, that's okay. And it was years later that I realized that this thing called avoiding conversations was not just a mere thing, you know. People say, it's just my thing. I avoid conversations and I do this and that. It's just my thing and... I realized it was not my thing. I was actually trying to cover up a load of issues. I was actually trying to, you know, ignore a shit to a shitload of issues that I had. And I never even realized that. I mean, yeah, on some level I was familiar that something was really wrong with me. But I never thought of it like it's actually something really horribly wrong. And I always thought like... Yeah, people have issues, so what? I have issues, people have issues. People don't make a big deal out of their issues. Why should I? And that is where I went wrong. And years passed. And I never realized the damage that had been done to me and the damage I did to others. Because the cycle kept on continuing. You know, a human being... Is, in a way, is supposed to be reflective. He's supposed to reflect whatever hits him. Feelings, emotions, emotional surges, love, hate. He's supposed to reflect that. When a feeling hits, a human being processes the entire situation and then reflects back with some accurate response or inaccurate response, but there is a response. I've always thought of myself as an absorbent, like whenever things hit, they never reflected back, they never had a chance to reflect back, because I was somehow, air quote, the sponge, and I used to absorb everything, like, I've never let a feeling out of me, even if it was like, too good as love, or too scary as hate and jealousy, I've never let it out, it's always been there inside of me. And I used to think of this thing as something good, something that made me different, something that made me stand out. Because 
Having no response to any feelings made me feel superior. It made me feel like I was superior to others. I felt like I felt like I was close to God, because because I didn't feel anything and I didn't reflect anything. People were never able to guess how I felt, whether I was angry or whether I was sad or whether I was happy. Nobody was ever able to know that and. I don't know, in today's world, our our minds have been developed in such a way that we feel like showing of emotions is, is, is actually a rare thing and it's not a rare good thing as far as we are concerned. We think it's a rare bad thing. We think of it as a weakness and that's not our fault. It's how the society is structured. It's structured in such a way where we're... we're Displaying your emotions is considered a weakness. Where people try to hide things as much as they can because they will be labeled as sissies. I don't get it. I mean, why do people do that? But nevertheless, it's not something that's going to change by one podcast or by a few people, you know, actually trying to do something, educating others. But it's the way our society is structured. It's the way we've made things for each other over the years. It's the gift we have left our coming generations. Because we are raising a generation of stone-cold haters, stone-cold, insensitive people who will never really know what it feels like to actually talk and express. But nevertheless, it is the way it is. And there is actually little... And nothing we can do about it. So yeah, I was saying like, I never really knew what was wrong and it kept on bugging me. But the feeling that I'm unable and people are unable to read me, people labeled me as a stone cold bitch, made me feel good. It never made me feel bad. It made me feel invincible. It made me feel powerful. And I was happy. I was happy at the ability to not express happiness or grief. Talking about grief. When's the last time you felt grief? Like a grief so deep that hits your bones. That it just shatters you from the inside. Isn't what we define, we writers define grief as something that breaks you from the inside until it's so difficult to wake up every morning. Kind of like waking up the next morning after doing gym. I don't know. I know it's funny and a very inappropriate representation of grief, but I don't know what grief is. I've seen so many of my closest people die and I won't use the term passed away because I'm insensitive and I've never felt grief, never really, no. I've always thought of like this, 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 this inability within me to express grief or sadness or remorse as something I should be proud of because I'm not like the other person people I don't give away my emotions easily I always looked at them and felt felt like look at those sissies crying what are they crying about death is the harsh reality of life it's like a contract you sign with God like I'm gonna be born this day and a few years later I'm gonna die it's like a contract 
then what are they crying about? I've seen people close to me, really, really close to me pass away and never felt anything. It was like grief and me sat side by side on the staircase, passing each other those glasses of whiskey and laughing at those fools who were displaying their emotions. I always, I always felt of, you know, emotions is a really, really personal thing. Something that should never be shared with any other person. Until a time came where I couldn't even express my emotions to myself. I was, I was so set in my ways that... When bad things happened, I just took my laptop and started working. Not because I had work, but because I was trying to hide my emotions from myself. People bury their sadness, their gloom, their misery in different ways. I used to bury all my emotions. Until a time came where even if I wanted to, I couldn't express my emotions. And it tormented me, believe me. I just tried to go back into my memory every day, trying to find out how to react to things. How to be able to give that love, to give that hate, to feel that grief, to feel something. I was dying to feel something, I couldn't. Because I'd made myself that way. And it no longer made me feel powerful. It made me feel pathetic. I was scared of myself. This invincible, powerful person that I thought I was became like my inner demon. I used to wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and see its face smiling at me. And I used to scream at it to go away, but it wouldn't. Because I had made it, I had created it. For him, I was his God. And for me, he was my Satan. No matter how much I wanted to wanted to go away, it wouldn't. It was hell-bent on destroying me and everything in my life. That's how scared I was of myself. I still am. When people say they have a dark side, now I know what that means. I have a dark side as well, and I am terrified of it. Because I know it's gonna be there forever and it's not gonna go away. Because I know even if I want to cry out for help, I'm not gonna get it because I won't know how to ask for help. Because I know everyone around me feels, thinks I am the strong person who has been through hell a lot of issues and has stood there on her own, helped herself out through everything so she doesn't need any help. So there I am, helpless, and I can't even acknowledge it. Life's been crazy. Life's been a whirlwind. Life's been a whirlwind of of emotions, of, of troubles, of sadness, of misery for the past many years. 
but i was untroubled by it i don't know why thing is that whatever i did to myself it was not a healthy thing i made myself the way i am and there were reasons why i made myself that way but whatever the reasons were they screwed me up pretty bad and i know there are tons of other people who feel the same way and i just want to say this to these people please do not consider this as something that makes you invincible something that makes you feel powerful or superior to others it's an issue it's a mental and emotional issue you are emotionally crippled like i am you cannot express your emotions now even if you want to you still won't be able to because you've emotionally crippled your growth and you're mentally stunted i should not use this word but it is true because i this is what i feel about myself because right now i have a surge a hurricane of feelings inside of me and i'm unable to differentiate which one is which I can't sort out grief from happiness, sadness from misery. I can't. It's in there, it's in the chaos. It's like a hurricane. And I know even if I try to disrupt it a little bit, it's going to eat me alive. And I'm not going to do that. Because if I have to do that, I have to first start working on the basic issues. I have to find ways to get out of it and so have and so do you. I know people only consider mental health issues when when they actually when 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 the victims actually reach a point where they have to chop off their arms, slit their wrists, hang from ceiling fans. But that's like the really really extreme part of it. There are many stages before this. at which you can actually help the person and help him turn his life around but we don't notice but we don't notice that we don't even notice the person at that point we just label everything that is mentally wrong or emotionally wrong with the person we term it as sadness this person is sad But we don't know something sadness is so powerful and sadness is not just about crying or refusing to talk sadness is about you know not being able to cry even if you want to not being able to talk even if you want to there are so many stages at which we can stop this thing but we don't until it reaches an extreme point from where there is no turning back It's ironical that people don't notice these things because because air coat they say it, they're busy with their lives. Us third world we belong to a third world country and we call our and we call and we say this stuff like we are busy with our lives. We are too busy to notice these issues that are eating away our new generation that are eating away our society we are too busy to notice that thing yet here in the first world countries and the western civilizations 
People actually pay top dollar to help themselves get better, to get rid of so many things, repressed anger, suppressed emotions, borderline personality disorder, bipolar, so many things in the earliest stages. They want to nip the evil in the bud. And they, are, they belong to first world countries. They, they should be far more busy than us. But they know what the real issues are and we don't. I just want to say that if you're a person who feels all of this, what I feel, if you're a person who can relate to these things, just try to find some help. Believe me, talking helps. Talking helps a lot. Look for that friendly face in the crowd. Look for that face that shows concern and reach out. It's never too late. Get help. And most importantly, help yourself out. Because if you can't help yourself, if you're not willing to work on your healing, trust me, nobody else can. And if there, are, if, you, if you're a f- person who is, who is well in control of his emotions, look around yourself. Is there someone close to you who has the same issues? Talk to them, help them out, help them figure out this thing. Believe me, you'll be saving a human life. And trust me, nothing feels as good as saving another person. Yes, that's it for today. <laughs> I'll be talking to you guys soon in my next podcast. Till then, take care and help each other. Thank you.